Hey everybody, just before we start the show, you can head to SoccerCardsUnited.com. We just put up uh, some stuff there. Uh, the Roberto Firmino on-demand set combined with the Topps Champions League knockout on-demand set. Uh, I don't know if they're actually both on-demand sets. I should probably re-record this intro, um, but maybe I won't. And there's a really nice bundle up on SoccerCardsUnited.com on the store. It's a really good price. We almost have the products in hand, we think, uh, so you shouldn't be waiting too long on them either. If you have already bought them, uh, either of those from us uh, at pre-order, we should have them soon, and then we'll ship them out ASAP. All right, let's get on with the show. I'm not going to re-record this intro. You've heard episode 34 of Soccer Cards United, but you had questions. That's all right. We have answers. This is Postcards United, our weekly uh, question and answer uh, show that is accompanying uh, the episode that week of uh, Soccer Cards. I've explained that terribly there. But basically, you send in your soccer card questions on a postcard. You get your soccer card answers on a podcast. My name is Jason. We're in the middle of an international break. I don't want to talk about it. Don't message me about it anymore, everybody. Um, hi, Enzo. Hey, Jason. How you doing? I'm doing good. It's been sunny in Dublin today. Very nice, very nice weather. Yeah, delightful. Delightful. Um, this is the Q and A show. We have uh, questions for people. Do you want to talk about anything before we go into that? Um, I'm not sure. Luxembourg, Jason. Maybe you want to touch on. Maybe you don't. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Rubs his face. Yeah. No. Definitely. 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 No. I can. I can talk about it. So uh, <laughs> I can talk about it. I'm okay. Uh, you may have heard that uh, a few days ago, Ireland were the Republic of Ireland were beaten uh, at home by Luxembourg uh, in a European World Cup qualifier for t- Qatar twenty twenty two. It was a terrible result. Uh, if anyone here is from Ireland or or even from the UK, you would have seen a lot of the media reaction was that it was some sort of national disgrace. Um, I I mean it wasn't on that level, um, but. Um, it was very disappointing the Irish team did not play well the players did not play well including the Premier League players except Seamus uh, Coleman and uh, yeah I'm disappointed by the, by the Irish team but we're on yeah. a kind of long regeneration project yeah Italy are 24 games unbeaten and um, we do have questions I saw Andrea Bellotti was uh, he scored the other night penalty I'm hearing that he might leave Torino for 35 million during the summer. Finally, will Andrea Bellotti actually ever leave Torino, or will we just hear about it every summer? Well, Torino used to want the 100 million for him, and that kind of changed things. Yeah, and then people were like offering them 70, and they were like, uh, "No, they should have <laughs> taken it." Yeah, especially for an Italian that was going to flop and come back to you. <laughs> it's the classic. Immobile was everywhere, and it was just like, "Just go back to Italy." Yeah. Sorry, Jason. Are you right. Any, anything exciting happening in your own life recently? Let me think. What has happened to me recently? Um, my Zlatan stickers arrived. <sighs> I've seen that, actually. Yeah, um, you posted that. Yeah. Oh, maybe I talked about the last episode. I don't know when no, they you arrived. talked about getting them. Like that. See, that was a long time ago. We've changed our record date. Long time ago. Confusing. Anyway, I have uh, five Zlatan stickers now that are uh, from the World Cup 2002. And uh, they're in wonderful, wonderful condition. Um, I have one. Yeah, they're, and they're kind of like it's one of those ones where you know it's annoying when you think you get you're gonna get this get this bargain and then when his price rises a little bit you're gonna just flip it like that. But then of course what you don't realize is as soon as the price rises, 
everybody and their dog has Latan stickers in the cu- in the cupboard and they all come yeah. out and oh I have a BGSA I have a PSA 9 I have this I have that and all of a sudden your cornering of the market Gone. means nothing because everyone has stickers that like there was a nice grace period with Foosball Hallands and I'm sorry for mentioning the man again but like it got to a point where people were like wait it's at 600 and then everyone just started putting everyone was like I have one of them yeah when did this happen? Exactly. You know? And then it, it's dwindled down a little bit, but it is. Most of them are bad condition. It's fine. I'm going to sell the rest of mine. Not all of them, of course. Norway but, uh, having a very hard time as well, qualifying for the World Cup. Um, I think that. Quarter goal and. I think that the. Um, for starters, the team isn't super strong. And like, like people are shocked they lost to Turkey, but Turkey have themselves. Like, they're together. But. Um, yeah. I think these qualifiers. Like, a lot of teams are still kind of struggling from what has been non-stop football, lockdown, COVID, all this shit. Like, it's still... Yeah. We haven't seen proper football in a very long time. I think people are forgetting that. That's true. And um, Norway actually have been... They wore some T-shirts in their first qualifier saying human rights on them, obviously pointing out the World Cup in Qatar because it's big backlash against that. And then it was pretty cool because Germany then, they, wrote, they wore a similar kind of T-shirt... And then the, for the next game, Norway had T-shirts. I don't know how Norway are getting such good deals on T-shirt printing because it's not so actually fast. that cheap. But they just like turned it around in no time. Norwegian T-shirt printers must be very, very good at what they do. But uh, then Norway had a T-shirt that said, Norway, Germany, who's next? Um, Ireland, now that they're not then, going to the World Cup, they can start protesting. Well, you joke. You joke, but uh, Ireland are playing Qatar tomorrow uh, oh, in a friendly. Shit. And Stephen Kenny, the Irish manager, was asked... Uh, what do you think about the stuff in Qatar? And he said, like, obviously there's some serious human rights questions and, and people have died, built the stadiums and we don't endorse that and all that stuff. Um, and of course, he opened himself to all those jokes being like, well, it's very well and good saying it now when you're not going. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, so you... Mm. But I imagine mean, like, like, it would be a statement there, if yeah. the Irish players wore T-shirts as they're standing in a line with Qatari players. Yeah, because it's a very different thing to... to to confront them kind of head and I don't mean it's the players that are like they're not they're not killing the workers in the stadiums themselves but it's it's a presumably the game be broadcast on Qatari state television and all that stuff so um, but I don't think Ireland can risk uh, Ireland don't have the ball. annoying FIFA Ireland don't have the ball simple as that no no imagine if it See, was if anyone who, with a friendly against Qatar oof yeah like or it's Germany or like for anyone who doesn't know about Irish football like Irish domestic football is in an, in an awful state and was run by a whole corrupt gang of crooks for many no, many we're years not, we're not getting into all this Jason I know you're hurting no but I just mean so we don't um, like we need FIFA because if FIFA are like you're not getting any funding off us it's not like well we'll just play our own league and we'll be fine like we will not be fine at all so um, but Norway are, are, I guess are fine Norway are doing good the t-shirt manufacturers keep yeah. that economy going <laughs> t-shirt manufacturers and loads of oil up there as well go ahead oh then yeah once you have oil you can start doing your own thing just ask the Qataris yeah it's all very well and good actually I've just thought of that it's all very well and good for Norway to given all this about Qatar they have the, their own oil yeah they want Qatar to fall because now their oil goes yeah Listen, we're not getting it they're saying nobody buy oil oh no, no, do you know what it is comes no out. no do you know what it is what Norway can't like Norway need their own oil and I don't think that oil will ever how do I say this, Jason? I don't know. Without Norway's mean, oil, Haaland would mm, not be would not be doing what he's doing. You think because because that Norwegian oil money funds youth sport in that whole country? No, if it 
keeps robots moving. Oh, a bit of WD forty when he's had a few games without there a goal. There you go. There you go. How does Holland do it? How does he stay? Yeah, they have their own oil. They didn't have their Norwegian own oil. oil. There we go. All right. Yeah. How do they cover up the fact that he's a robot? They use the t-shirt makers. Go ahead. They'll never know. The biggest insult. Listen, we're not. Getting... We have questions. We have questions, Jason. Yes, yes, yes. Big detour. I know we haven't chatted in a while, but come on, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, I'm fine. Go ahead. Okay, I'm just, I'm just. You actually, Jason, as I screenshotted this, you had actually texted me, saying grand oh. stuff, and so now I don't have the I person's grand name. Stuff. So here we go. Um, that's Jason's fault. So grand stuff asks. <laughs> yeah, Jason Flynn. Grand stuff asks. How do you guys store stickers that you open? Are there specific sleeves, top loaders that are best for them? Just ordered a bunch of 2018 World Cup stickers, but don't want to open them unless I can protect them correctly. Okay. It's standard sleeves and standard top loaders, and you just have to accept that a lot of the stickers you pull are not worthy of either. Mm. Yeah. If I find like little like plastic, like little plastic bags mm. with the zip like a little ziplock yeah. or something. Yeah, I do that. Um I end up shoving like fifty stickers in there like uh, oh, Enzo is showing me a little plastic bag full of stickers. Inzaghi. Is that people and Zaggy? people and Zaggy from Champions Europe, yeah. Little plastic bags just to kind of protect the surface of the front and back and just have them all kind of stacked on top of each other. Those are for the lesser. You know, if you get an Mbappe out of that, you'll put that in a sleeve and a top loader, same as any normal one. Yeah, I will say um, sometimes uh, if I run out of top loaders, I might have to use a card saver for a card. And that does not go well at the best of times, but it does basically not work with a sticker. It's like very bad. Yeah, I'm scared. It's hard to get it in there. I have a pack of card savers and I've never opened them. I'm just scared of damaging my card mm. and or sticker. Um, okay, so we may move on to SO Elon, which might, I don't know, uh, rocket ship emoji. Hey, lads, or Enzo, I assume. The people know. Uh, just a question about grading. I'm thinking of sending off one of the Halan 365 stickers, Jason, the classic. I don't know if you're the gold foil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, has some damage on the Lunin part. Lunan is letting him down, Jason. Is yeah. it possible to tear off just the Haaland and get that graded? Uh, if so, would you recommend it? Thanks so much for your help. Love your guys' work. With some pint glasses cheering. You're saying no, Jason. Don't do that. I say do it. What? I've seen one person do it. Like I really want to see it done properly with the Mbappe, his rookie, with the Corinthian Jan. I don't even fucking remember. The other guy. Him and the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jan, I think it is. Um, it looks that sticker because someone had one like one half is damaged. Like if you have a pristine sticker, don't cut it off. But if it's damaged already, you have the crack. Then it's just do you want to spend money on grading? Yeah, it doesn't like it. It'll look nice in a slab, I think. Um, you probably won't get a high grade because you've cut it, you know. But it would look nice in a slab, and you, then you kind of have a good experience of like how they do that. Um, the Mbappe one looks beautiful. Like, that Monaco oh. sticker when it's cut in half, Jason, looks fucking yeah. amazing. However. You obviously can't get a pristine ten. I mean, depends as well, like what the golf foils. Because I have seen some stuff about um, perforations. Like you have some things that are cut that, that some stickers or some uh, cards say that are cut into perforated sheets, and if they are like not ripped or anything, and they're actually just like the perforation is clean, the fact that they have the perforated edges, grading companies don't mind that. Like they're not going to count against you if that's the kind of card it is. You can still get a high grade. Um, but if they're that's only if they're cards that are meant to be done like that. Yeah, yeah. Is that what the gold? No, the gold foil stickers are supposed to be together. Yeah, because the back stuck in together. But no, but no, they. 
I think if you were to peel them off, they'd peel off separately. Okay. But I think the back of the sticker, the, the issue I would say is the back of the sticker is kind of like the three. Like it's, it's four, one. It's, four, it's one print. Yeah, but it's like four hundred and twenty-seven A B C, so it shows up three times. But I just don't like the the centering of the back can never be perfect because it has one border. Yeah. But I would do it if let you want. Let me let me offer another option. Okay. Why not sell raw? No, because it's damaged. No, but I think the concept like, is he, he's not grading it to get a 10. He's okay, like, he doesn't care. Is that the idea? You'd, well, if you're cutting your sticker, you'd imagine he doesn't care. What, like, I, would, like, I would say maybe just submit it. No. I, I wouldn't cut it. I wouldn't I, cut I it. I would cut it. I would cut it. And just see what they one. say. I won't cut it. Will I cut it live? No. That's too much. No, don't cut it live. But I have, I have some that have damage... Um, and yeah, I, I just do. I've seen one person do it with an Mbappe rookie sticker. Um, I don't know. I think he sent it to grade and it hasn't come back yet. But, you know, if you have this kind of iconic sticker and obviously the 365 isn't as iconic as the Mbappe rookie, but an iconic sticker and part of it is damaged, cut out the iconic player and make that be a pristine. Like who gives a fuck if it says it's a PSA 2 aesthetically, it's, it's still beautiful. And then you have this kind of really unique. Like, you don't really want the other two players that are on it, even though I think it's Victor Osimhen and someone else and your man. Oh, no, Lunan and... Yeah, whatever. Kang and Lee, maybe. It's Lunan and Kang and Lee, yeah, yeah. 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 What I'm saying is, like, you don't... You don't care about them two, and now you're looking at a sticker that's slabbed. Imagine if you did it with, like, SGC, where you'd have the beautiful black slab, and you just have a gold Haaland in the middle, and it's just Haaland. Like, to me, that's cool. I don't care what the number says if I know the card looks amazing. All right, well, then, I'm I'm with Enzo. Uh, just <laughs> for the absolute banter, do it. Keep us updated. Yeah, do it and send us a fucking... A photo of what it is when it comes back. Yeah, let us keep us posted on that one. So there's the advice. Uh, especially like, if you're doing a big sub, just fucking throw them in. They might be <laughs> the like, advice is, yes, go ahead, do that for our entertainment. We want to see what that what happens. But like, Jason, if you owned that, would you not be kind of buzzed? If I owned just the Haaland? Yeah, just the Haaland in a slab. In a slab, yeah. I mean, that, that might be pretty pretty nice. Yeah, even if it said PSA 2, would you give a fuck? No, but if you offered me that or the intact sticker. As a PSA 5? I don't know. These are hard <laughs> questions I'm to stressed. answer. No, I'm sorry, Jason. All right, <laughs> we'll move on to Jordan's question. I think it's more low-key. Uh, new listener to the podcast and cards in general. It's good to hear that. I feel like I haven't heard that in a little bit. Yeah, I, I we were just saying before the show that like I feel like it's it, we're getting a lot of regulars and we're not really getting bringing the new people in. So Jordan, delighted to have you here. Tell your friends for God's sake. Wondering if you have advice for selling on eBay at the lower end of the market, Jason. This could be for you. Zing, what what expected in terms of packaging cards? I'm joking. <laughs> I, I sell gutter shit and anyway, um, especially single cards at low sale prices. Any help? This this to me, Jason screams out. Do I have to use a top loader? Yeah. Because he's saying especially single this cards. This is this is your this prices. is your. This is my bag. This is you. I slagged yeah. you, but this is who I am as a person. Um, first of all, you know, sell things as you would want them to be sent to you if you bought them. You know, kind of cliche mm. term. Um, top loaders bought in bulk break down to under 20 cent per top loader. Way under, I think. Or maybe just about that. I'm not sure. Can't remember anymore. I'm very jaded. So you should always send a top loader, even if, you know, you don't have them. Like, you need to stock up on that top loaders. It has to be done. Um. The only time I ever don't use a top loader, Jason, is if someone buys a lot off me and it's like, yeah. you know, a lot of cheap cards. So if there's cheap cards and it's a lot, I'm like, okay, these are getting stacked on top of each other in penny sleeves. They're getting put into some form of safety container or whatever. Or if it's like 
obviously if it's top snail, I just send it in the top snail little case. But if someone yeah. buys a single card off you for five euro, I would still say top loader that. Don't go crazy. Then you have to send it track. You know you don't have to bubble wrap it up and be crazy. But you need a top loader and obviously penny sleeve top loader. Yeah, I, I mean you always prefer as a buyer when when you get a, a card in a top loader. Um, I and speaking of the lot thing, I had the my lot of uh, Eunice Musa Mega Cracks came, and again those Spanish bastards—they all came out of the woodwork <laughs> as soon as he got captured. Like he was captured, made his fourth appearance or whatever for the US, uh, and he was captured, so he has to play for them now. And all of a sudden, all the Spaniards were like, "Oh, I have a box of Mega Cracks here. Let me get Musa." And uh, <laughs> further, you know. Anyway, but I was hoping because all they were all pictured. How do you like this? He pictured, the guy that sold them, he pictured all the cards. There was nine of them. Pictured them all in top loaders. Yeah. All nicely laid out, all nicely protected. I get them. No, to- Not a top loader in sight. No. He pictured it with top loaders and That's just sent me a load of them in penny can, sleeves. You can me- you can message back and be like, yo, what the fuck? That's fair. To send, me, send me nine top loaders. <laughs> I wanted, th- I didn't want Musa. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is, you can't like, that's bad. That's bad form. That's bad form. I mean, like, I, I'm trying to think, have I ever have I ever done that? Have I ever shown a card with a level of protection? Have. Not really, don't I? If I sold I a might, lot. I might have done I it might once. Have. I don't know, I can't remember. I feel like if I, no, I don't think so. Nasty. It depends. I suppose, because if, like, if you showed something in a card stand, you're obviously not going to get the card stand with the card. But, That's like, fair. I think with that a top loader, I don't want you to take the cards out with a top loader as you're sending it to me, like. Yeah, that's the opposite of what I want. That's like not cool. I want you to sell them in a ha- penny sleeve and ship them in a top loader. Yeah, if you if you fucking own them and in your possession you have them top loaded, I have just paid you for them. I don't want if you, if you're trying to protect them, what do you think I'm trying to do? The person that gave you money for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, I didn't like, love that. I will as well. S- how how were they? Sorry? Like they were all in penny sleeves. How how was it just penny sleeves in an envelope or was it well, something else? Um, what were they? Maybe no. A bit of cardboard, maybe uh, a bit of cardboard. I don't like that. A lot of people like the cardboard. Them. I don't. I mean, give me a top loader, please. Keep your cereal box. Yeah. I I'm trying to think. What did I ship recently? I don't remember. Anyway, I would say to who's it? Was it Jordan? Yeah. Uh, Jordan, we had an episode with uh, Griff from eBay. He's one of the original eBay masters, eBay gurus. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and find it somewhere in the archives. Maybe it's episode ten. No, 20, twenty. Maybe. I think we did that every 20, 10. Yeah. yeah, 20. Yeah, with uh, Griff from eBay, easy. there's some good selling tips on that. It might not be 20, but shut up. I think it's 14 or something. Could be 15. Yeah. 15, it could yeah. be. Anyway, sorry about that. You'll find it. It's with Griff. You, you won't miss it. You'll find it. Yeah. Skip episode 17. Is that the one? <laughs> there's one of them. Episode oh, 7. Maybe we touch it in episode 17 as well. Touch on it in episode 17. It's, it's, uh, it's, you know what? I'm going to check because now I feel... Okay, I'm trying to think. What are tips for low budget eBay selling? Um, put the effort into finding out uh, your your local postage rates, um, and don't be afraid to charge people for. Don't take a lot if you're selling cheaply. Like, don't take a loss on shipping. If someone's getting a, a good price on a card, like you shouldn't take the hit. Be punished yep. for offering them a good price. Sorry, episode 14, Jason. Episode 14 with Chris. Just after 13, which makes sense. In hindsight. Why does that make sense? Because episode 13 I wasn't on. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, we're moving on to Andrew. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need to tell me if this is familiar to you because there's a chance we touched on it last. Could week. be a reference. No, the chance I said it last week. I can't remember if I just read it and was like, "Oh, cool," and then, but it says Wednesday, so I'm assuming it hasn't. Yeah, no, it should be fine. Andrew, okay. Andrew Hood is upset. Hi, I have a question for the podcast. I have a PSA two, Beckenbauer, nineteen sixty five rookie card, which is cool, but even cooler. Yeah. Is that it's signed by Beckenbauer himself? Whoa! I think it's the only PSA graded 1965 rookie that has his signature. My question is, how do you value cards with no comps? You can't have a comp for that. He brought the rookie sticker to Beckenbauer, said, "Sign that." So this is somebody got the sticker, then got Franz Beckenbauer to sign it, and then PSA graded it. Yeah, it's like having this thing, bringing it to Haaland, say, "Sign that." Yes. You know? Yeah. And then PSA graded it. Um, now, what I want to know is, did they authenticate the signature or did they just grade the sticker? Yeah, and did the grade get brought down because there was a signature on it or is it just in bad condition? What I need to know is the relationship between the signature and the and the sticker. Mm. Um, that's an important uh, case for me because obviously if you, if you write all over a sticker, it's going to get a lower grade. But we, we don't know is the France, like if the Beckenbauer signature is not... Yeah, if it's PSA 2 authenticate like authentic signature which I assume it might be if that's the case you have a golden thing if not yeah resub, brilliant resub and be like authenticate that yeah I think you need the auto for a low condition for a low grade card of that if it's if it's an auto if it's vintage now obviously like I know like there's people that buy very low grades of really rare stuff or really old stuff um, or stuff that was like disrespected when it came out and it's all messed up but like um I would love. I think you need to get the you need to get the signature uh, authenticated, the autograph authenticated. But the question um, was, and then how do you? Yeah, yeah. how do you find a market? Mm. How do you find comps? You need to what get on to the big Ken. Get on the big Ken. Oh, you can ask the go- the people over at Golden Auctions. Yeah, say lads, explain to them what it is, and they'll show the people. I would say an auction is that like if you you can't comp that, so an auction is the way. Otherwise. You put it up for a ridiculously high price, and then you see what the best offers are. Well, this is this actually goes back to episode fourteen, and um, when we I asked Griff like when should you use an auction and when should you use uh, buy it now, and Griff said buy it now is for when you have a pretty good idea of what someone will pay for it. An auction is when you don't know what it, what people value it at because that's what the auction is for. You're finding the value of it. Yeah, that's um, cool. but you need to make sure if you're going to auction it, you need to make sure that it get enough eyes on it otherwise and that's where the big boys come into play the Ken the Ken I would say Ken Golden I'd send it Golden Auctions I wouldn't send it anywhere else yeah you'd be yeah or maybe I mean like if you do some digging on like on all of the you know social media discord get in the forums get in Facebook groups like there might be somebody that PCs Beckenbauer you know you never know who's out there could be some real freaks out there um in the, in the even ask like big collectors you know see if you can get in touch with El Rey um, people like that yeah. not us like it. not us not never us but yeah that's like you wouldn't just do an auction on eBay for a card as rare as that you know that's no thing, that's like a that's more of a collector's item yeah and let us know what the story is with the, with the autograph by the way yeah is it authentic or not buzz us on that alright we got hit up by Rowdy Ruckus who said 
similar <laughs> this is funny because i feel like you're about to also say you know episode 14 <laughs> um, <laughs> love the podcast love hearing the beginner info i'd love to hear beginner info on selling cards on ebay what what not to do what to do and what to watch out for scammers etc not sure if you covered this in the past episode 14 my friend and um, just to touch on it really quickly, episode 14 and episode 17 yeah just to yeah to, to touch on it quickly i would say in terms of scammers pay attention to like their ebay rating do they have a lot of negative yeah. reviews that's a clear indicator um do they accept paypal you know if it's just bank transfer and nothing yeah. else i avoid i i didn't avoid once once ever i just did it and i was jason convinced me to do it, it was 50 euro and in the end i made a lot of money on what i bought because he did ship it mm. surprisingly uh, but he, yeah. I, the only reason I felt comfortable in the end to do the bank transfer is that he had like maybe 13,000 positive uh, things, no negative, no neutral. So I said... That's it, because at some point, like if you're, if you are a seller that has spent the years building up the reputation, you can say, I'm not paying PayPal anymore. Bank transfer me. Yeah. Do you know what someone pointed out to me recently, which maybe you're very aware of, Jason, and you always think about it, but I didn't. I was always like, I have to give eBay 10.7% and then PayPal 3%. And then someone said, oh, yeah, I'm eBay owned PayPal. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, you dirty bastard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, They're getting your toys. Yeah, but surely eBay should be like, right, since you're paying the 10.7% eBay fee, your PayPal fee is wavered if you have a link. Obviously, then they'll lose so much money because it's always linked, but it's like, fuck you. Yeah, well, I think that that's part of the idea, isn't it? To, to eBay manage payments again. is they're, they're saying, Griff, get back in here. People were annoyed after talking to Griff. They were like, you didn't yeah. hold them to account. I'm like, I just started doing this a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, you hadn't experienced all the negatives. Catch Griff now and you were like, the German postal And I'm also not a psycho like that. Ask people to do a favor for me and then attack them. Like, I'm not like... <laughs> yeah, you're not doing that? Um, no. Stop defending. This was a long time ago. What was I trying to say? Oh, yeah, I think it's fucked that like, even then it's like, oh, if eBay can't resolve your thing, PayPal do. But it's the same. I, I need, I need a, I need a Spider-Man meme of them pointing at each other. This is the perfect one. Yes. You trying to resolve the German postal issue, and you're going to eBay, and then you're, you know, fuck this, I'll go to PayPal. But really, they're the same person. Yes, it could be like, uh, useless. Maybe one Spider-Man. The caption is useless PayPal customer support, and then the other one is useless eBay customer support, and they're pointing at each other. There you go. Could be a hashtag meme challenge for the for the listeners out there. Um, <laughs> yes, well, I, I was going to say, I think that's why they're moving to eBay managed payments so that you're paying all of your um, fees in one place. That's nice of them. Yes, and go right. to uh, episode 14, episode 17, and also listen to all, if you don't want to listen to the other shows, I would say the Postcards United uh, episodes feature a lot of questions like this, and there's loads of little nuggets that we just give out and then forget. <laughs> forget fast Jason Jack hit us up said hello Jack newest, oh he just he just finished the newest podcast and he loved the badge of honour part there we go oh yes and he just bought some old Futera memorabilia cards and wondered if we could rate his purchase Jason right yeah let's, not sure if it's let's got do much rate your prices. Hype. right so we're starting with a Luis Suarez I like it. 10 of 39 so I'm going to try show it there you go Jason right oh yes That's kit card back. That's the back. Here's the front. But I, I have a big statement to make about this once we get into it. There's the front, Jason. Okay. Yes. Is that a right. Uruguay? Is that a Uruguay? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I don't know cool. if that is a patch. It's, oh, yeah. I think the Uruguay. Anyway. 
Okay, no. You're, okay, here, here's where it gets weird, Jason. Yeah. The Suarez game-worn shirt is from the El Clasico when Barca won 4-0 and Suarez yeah. scored two goals. It's one of his best seasons and Barca won the league. Paid $35 for it. J- Jason is shaking his head. Fute- we need I to hate talk to Adam shit. about this. We need to talk to Adam about this. Yeah. We need to ask Adam to do us a favor and then we need to attack him. Yeah. I'll do it with Adam because <laughs> we know him. <laughs> On this case, it needs to be done. It um, needs to be done. Yeah, this is the thing where they've they've what they've done is they've and they Panini have done it. Think I don't know if Tops have done it, but Panini and Futera have definitely done it. Where the picture on the card, the club, the team does not match the patch. Yeah. You gotta match the patch. If it's like that's an iconic, as you're saying, you understand that the 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 relic is iconic because of the game, because of the season, because of whatever the performance. But the image on the card is him in a Uruguayan kit. It's just confusing. That's what they have here with this, which upsets me as well. My Mbappe, my Futera Mbappe, beautiful stab. Yeah, but his his patch is from a PSG Champions League game. And so you look at it and you say, "What good is that?" Like it's confusing to me. It doesn't because I think a lot of what cards are is yeah, it doesn't ring true, and and a lot of what cards are are just about they're just things that you can tell stories about that's essentially what they are and i think what makes a card valuable is what the story of it is you know like so um it's the reason why a a franz beckenbauer auto on a sticker is different to a franz beckenbauer sticker auto on a legendary on a legend card that came out in the modern era like you know it's just different there's a story behind it and rookie cards and i think yeah like there's a certain narrative part of the whole thing and when you see that it's like it just there's a moment when you're looking at it and it's it's a first it's like the thing of like it's a first impression that you can't get back where i've always had that sinking feeling where you realize that the image on the card does not match the patch or you realize that the patch is like of kind of suspicious it's like not match worn or it could have just been taken off the kit man or something and it just you get that sinking feeling because we want to believe we want to believe oh this is an amazing piece of stuff but yeah yeah, not, not always. Thirty-five dollars, you said, was it? Yeah, you can't go wrong with that price. In fairness, but it's just not no. I mean, it's still good. My cup of tea. Um, Five hundred career goals for that man. The next one we're seeing an on-card auto of Yaya Torre. Now this I like. Right patch as well. Sorry, patch auto. And oh yeah, there was definitely a story to this one. He said, "I know Torre is not the flashiest player." Just got offered three hundred and seventy-five dollars for an Ansu Fati refractor, Jason. That's getting rejected. Um, but this is the season when Torre scored twenty goals from midfield yeah. and won the league. Both the jersey, both of the jerseys, Torre scored a goal in. Messi also scored a penalty in the game with the ball patch. I get yeah, there's a ball like the, the ball patch is on it, so maybe that's the ball Messi scored. Maybe it's not because there's so many balls. But you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. The auto was ninety-five dollars. The triple patch was thirty-five. Sorry for the spam, but I was just thinking back to our earlier pods where we talked about big moments of Messi and Ronaldo, 2012, circa 2008-9 for Ronaldo. I like that one because it matches what it is, I think. Does it? Hold on. Let's While you examine oh, that, no. I'll just talk briefly about... Uh... <laughs> I, think, I think Torre is in an international kit. Yeah, Puma, that's not... That was never City. Mm, maybe. Well, the... The patch you, you definitely can't see it through the phone, but see the uh, patch. Let me just... have a look. Oh yeah, 
Okay. That's not a city crest. There's no way. And it's a gre- he's wearing a green jersey. I mean, it could be blue. Picture. But yeah, no, I don't think. I don't think. It, it yeah. looks like a. Uh... But the patch looks like. And the patch looks blue. See, that pisses me off. Unnecessary. Maybe. And I think that's something to do with just Futera not having the club license at that point, maybe. That's about that's about licenses, yeah, for sure. But I don't like that. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, Puma is is the current uh, city sponsor. Oh shit! Uh, I don't well, know I'm- if they were when yeah, yeah, Tori. I think if it was Nike, but um, yeah, like yeah, yeah, Tori is an interesting case because um, we're going to talk about this more on Thursday, but. Uh, Manchester City just before we started recording announced that this is Sergio Aguero's last season at the club and we'll talk about it all on Thursday but basically uh, they're going to finish his career at the club when he leaves they're going to put a statue up of him outside the uh, the ground outside the Etihad they have statues already of um, Vincent Company and David Silva Um, and one thing that always gets talked about is why is there no statue of Yaya Toure Mm. You know, if you're gonna have a statue of David Silva, you're gonna have a statue of Vincent Company. Why, like, why is there no statue to He's like arguably their best player for a couple of years, or as yeah. important as Company, as important as Aguero. Did everything, did literally everything you could ask for in a football pitch. Yeah, Torre could do and did do at some point, and yeah. people just aren't aren't about him. Like, yeah, I don't like that. Especially scoring twenty. What is that about? Like- Silva was majestic and magical, but his numbers were never crazy. Because he'd do yeah, it and like further the, back. And, it just seems like, where are you? Like, but it's kind of What just is the idea? City. Like, the only statues you have... I mean, I'm sure they have other statues, I guess, but I don't know. Like, you're you're whole, having a go at Manchester City's history. Yeah, their whole oil money in the last 10 years are like, all them players get statues now. Well, it's, yeah. Because it's oil money just putting up the statues. Nah, fucking... Um, give me a Balotelli statue outside Man City let's go <laughs> why always me uh, but yeah, yeah Torre as well I think is one of those players that going back to the narrative aspect they wouldn't even give him a birthday cake they wouldn't give him bir- where's his cake where's his statue disgraceful there's an agenda like he's one of those questions where it's or one of those players where it's like he doesn't fit people's I think people like are genuinely confused and intimidated by how many things Yaya Torre could do. Like you know, it's yeah. almost like he's an enemy. He's a victim of his own success because like, wait, he can play centre half and he can play uh, party fullback and he can play centre midfield, play anywhere in midfield. He can play up front. He can do it all. Like that's confusing. Score free kicks. He can, you know, like yeah. that's confusing. He doesn't really fit into any narrative. He was brilliant at Barcelona, but wasn't really a tiki taka player. You know, like all this stuff, like it's much easier to say, like Luis Suarez, Sergio Aguero, these are South American goal scorers. We know what that is. Like, do you know who I would want the statue of? Who I don't know if, if it'll ever happen. Who? For Man City, you know. Oh, Fernandinho. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the main man. Now that's a player holding it all together. Jesus, what what a man! Um, but what Jason one day is going to be a Phil Foden statue. Yes, definitely, definitely. And Raheem Sterling, for all the Raheem Sterling collectors, you'll get your statue, I'm sure. Just keep waiting. What did they call him? The oh, it's very funny. This Stockport Iniesta, and it's so funny. The city content uh, Twitter page has like made up names for all the players, and they call uh, uh, Sterling the Jamaican Eusebio, and uh, they call Mares the Algerian Robin and stuff. And I just think it's funny, like to just it's a funny thing to say. Anyway, Yaya Toure underrated. 
by football. I don't know about the hobby. There we go. Um, and our friend John has a Yayatori auto, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm. Someone said Panini did release W Women's NBA Prism set earlier this year that has some crazy high prices. Would Women's Champions League license for cards be tops? Like, do tops just have that basically? Do they just have the Women's Champions League as well? Maybe. Um. Oh, no, that's one. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I thought the next question was related to that, but it's separate. Maybe tops. Sorry, do. what is if the question? The, the the question is: Do tops have the Women's Champions League license because they have the Champions League license? Um, I would assume so. And tops are just chilling. I don't know if anyone has it actually. I don't know if it has a separate. Um, if UEFA would have a separate uh, license Licensing. agreement for that. Yeah, maybe. Um. I'm trying to think what collections have been put in. We talked about this bit on the last episode, like obviously for yeah, Terra, women's from, stuff. Yeah, and then we've seen like uh, women's World Cup sticker sets, uh, US players on cards before as well. Um, Select. As I don't well, know who has women's them. Champions League. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Maybe tops have it, and they're just not woke enough yet. Come on, tops, get your head in the game. Get it together. Last question, top. What if Futera launched a grading company in Europe? In my mind, it would be a massive success. They're a known brand. They're Eurocentric, etc. Have a great weekend. I don't know if a card brand could do it because then there's a, like, there's a conflict of interest. Yeah. Yeah. There's a conflict of interest because it's like, well, you gave all your Futera cards a 9 and a 10 and that's just... And even if... The point is not that there would be a conflict of interest is that there would be a perceived conflict of interest. Yeah. And like, imagine if, like... Imagine if, like, Tops or, you know, whoever do it, like, say Futera, they're like... They could literally be like, we'll sell you a PSA 10 of this card we made. Because we made it and put it straight into a slab and it's a 10. They could already perfect. grade it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. makes no sense. But no. Um, but I think the basis of that is... Uh, but I, 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 get, I, get, I get what he's saying, yeah. Yeah, like someone with a Euro- European brand should... If it, he's basically saying, where the fuck's the European grading house? Can someone just do it? We don't even care if it's Futera. And maybe Futera could do it because it's like, we're only sending Thomas and Panini stuff anyway. But even well, then, Futera, it could be I mean, like eight out of but like ten, Futera don't have any physical infrastru- infrastructure in Europe. Um, that's something. Like, I mean, if we go back to, I'm plugging another episode. Go back to this to episode twenty. I think was the interview with Adam from Futera. Let me check. And right. he, he talked about how, like, the Futera team are mostly based out in uh, Asia, out in the Far East, and um, they. Uh, he's like their main. He's one of their main guys in Europe. Um, so it's not like they have a huge physical infrastructure. You have to remember... Yeah. 25. 25. Episode 25 with Adam, the quarter century. Um, but it's not like they have a huge physical infrastructure that they could suddenly launch this thing. And that's that's the problem, really, with a grading company is you have to invest in the physical infrastructure to be right. and the expertise and the space and the insurance and the logistics. And it's a pain in the arse. Yeah, it's not as easy as we think it is, although it should still be done. Uh, two million cards a day, they have the money to, to get that infrastructure in place, you would imagine. A but PSA do. COVID. That's what I mean. Yeah, but yeah they, they can. Yeah, but they should just do it. They are a grading company and make one in Europe. Hopefully we'll get there someday, though. You can only imagine that it makes sense. Jason, um, is buy the card, not the grade, a real approach? Just interested in your opinion. Still loving the pod. Um, yes and no, I would say, to a degree. But like yeah, I don't know. You don't just blindly buy a PSA ten. You have a you have a quick zoom in on it. Like you don't need to ask people to send you more photos of a PSA ten like people did to Jason. <laughs> but zoom yeah. in, 
have a quick scan. That yeah, I mean, it is, it is fakes that could show up. It, yeah, it it is real advice, and it isn't. Like, it's kind of it's one of those pieces of advice that you say it's a bit, it's a little bit facetious. It's a little bit like, um, tongue in cheek. But at the same time, it, it does have a grain of truth in it. Like, you shouldn't just blindly trust the grade of a card. Like, you shouldn't... I think when people say, buy the card, not the grade, what they mean is, don't turn your brain off at the sight of a slab. Yeah. Do you know? Like, uh, it, it means that you still have to keep all your... Like, look at the card. Look at the details of it. Look at the eBay. Like, if you're buying on eBay, look at the seller's rating. Just because someone has a slab doesn't mean... That you can just Anything. completely relax. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I agree with that, Jason. But, I mean, real, in, in most cases, like, if you buy a PSA 10 or PS, the whole point of it is that it's not going to be all messed up. Like, it's very yeah, unlikely. That's why it's big money. People with big money don't want to be like, is this fella legit? Can I see more photos? They're just like, there's the money. Give me the asset. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, it depends as well, like, where you're, where you're buying. I think if you're buying on ebay or you're buying in a private settlement with someone you don't know or i don't i couldn't speak to what it's like a card shows but like if you're buying a really expensive card um and you're going through like a, a like an auction like pwcc or, or through golden or whatever um you're kind of trusting them they're, they're 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 earning their fees by doing that work for you i also think buy the card not the grade comes into play more in the lower grades yeah true that's like yeah. I mean, if you're talking about PSA ten or, or a BGS nine point five or something like, then you can buy the grade. Like it's gonna be good, basically. Mm. Um, but if you're talking about What's PSA seven or something, yeah, be careful. Again, keep an eye on the tens because there are some that kind of got through the cracks. But at the same time, you're grand. I agree. Depends where you want it as well. Yeah, I agree with that. We're on to the last one, Jason. Last question alert. Yeah, Mario says hi. Question for your live. We were going to go live, I think. I don't know. Or maybe... I don't we know. were going to go live. And then... If you sell a card, Jason... Sorry, back yeah. in. If you sell a card for 10k on eBay, what is your overall profit reducted by eBay or PayPal? Um, or use 10k USD. It's top reached. Um, yeah, so if you sell some for 10k, you pretty much... You end up with 8.7k. Yes, I think so. And there is a handy... Um, there's a handy okay. website, finalfeecalc.com or eBay Fees Calculator. Um, will will or I think there's loads. There's loads of them basically. Does it tie uh, in that will, Yeah, I assume one does. Tie in PayPal for you, I think. Yeah, let's have a look here. Um, so I'm doing it on. This is from finalfeecalc.com. We're in. Uh, so ten thousand is the sale sole price shipping charge, Um Let's Assume just. Put, I'm just gonna take shipping. What's that? Assume the shipping was free. Yeah, I'm gonna just put in shipping charges a hundred and shipping costs is a hundred. So there we okay. go. That's cancelled out. Um, price you paid for the item. That's zero. Oh, that say zero. Oh, yeah, okay, zero. Um, and then I'm trying to look at category. Da, 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 da. Yeah, basically, it's what did you say, Enzo? Eight thousand seven hundred. Yeah, it's essentially thirteen percent. That's the way I do it. Yeah, you're going to have 8.6968.8. So yeah, 13% overall is what you're going to lose. There you have it. Um, and if you're on, I think if you're on eBay managed payments, you'll pay the 10% eBay fee included before you ever get the money. 
Um, but if you're on PayPal or you're on you're on the old eBay system, which we're still on, uh, you'll get invoiced for that later on. So don't spend all the money until you put some yeah, aside. Like you'll for you'll get you'll just be charged the three percent of PayPal fees, and then at the end of the month they'll charge you all of knock, those ten percent together, which is yeah. so annoying. It's very annoying. Seven hundred or something, Jason. This month, my god. Yeah, but most of how month. does that? What does that say about your? No, I know. Profits? But you know, the, the problem is like when you're counting how much money you have and you're do, you're adding everything together. You just add it. You don't realize you now have to pay seven hundred. That makes sense. Like, right? It's yeah, for sure. So much easier with managed payments. If you have the option to do that, do that. Yeah, and this podcast, by the way, is not. We've mentioned it a lot of times. This podcast is not sponsored by eBay Managed Payments. It'd be funny if eBay were like, "Hey, just mention managed payments a lot and don't tell anybody." But they they weren't. No, not sponsored um, by eBay. Not not sponsored by anyone. But yeah, we did mention no. eBay a lot and mentioned Griff a lot. Jason, in fairness, we love Griff. We love him. Fruitera, Panini didn't get much of it of a of a shout out. Yeah, Tops got dragged for not having women's champions league or for having the license allegedly and not using it for being. We don't uh, know if they have the license, but if they do, allegedly. Tops Chrome Um, women's champions league. We want it. Give it to us. We have some Prism cereal boxes that we might open on a stream at some point in the near future. At some point, yeah. Uh, we should do that soon. Maybe when the Premier League comes back. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm itching to open them, but I'm good with waiting. Well, I mean, we could do. I mean, good news. We could though, do. We have. Um, yeah. We have um, the Roberto Firmino boxes should be arriving very soon, and so should the Champions League and knockout boxes. And also, for yeah, as far as you know, we should have them in hand in because we're idiots and we didn't open the show with it. Maybe Jason can edit it in. Because we're idiots, we just put up a few more bundles of the Roberto Firmino and Knockout sets together for I think one thirty nine ninety nine to get the two boxes for that. We have a few of them left, and because they're arriving soon, so we feel more confident selling it because people want to wait too long. Thanks to everyone that has bought it already. Thanks for everyone that hasn't. Like it's been a long enough wait, but I think everyone's kind of just used to that because they understand tops, which is fantastic. I thought the admin work is going to be worse. The only few people have hit us up being like, "Yo, this hasn't dispatched yet," and then I was just like. Have you heard about tops? And then they're just reading. Really we nice don't have it. After yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So yeah. No, I'm just saying, yeah, probably Jason. If you have if you have the willpower, edit in at the start of this episode, a quick announcement. Because I don't know how many. Just people to say, are, are, you can head to. Oh, because you, you can get them on soccercardsunited.com. Yeah, all that. We we're doing a bad job at this. I'd say, Jason, if you have it in you, edit in at the start. Yes, I will. I will come in. And I'll just say this is also production on the show. Here we. They've go. already heard that. Everyone's already Classic. heard that. Like nearly yeah, you an hour did ago. It. I'm like, oh, we, we didn't did mention it. this. And they're like, you did. You, did. you made a whole thing about it. We did. It. Well, you said it at the front. Um, so there you oh, go, the magic God. of editing. That's it for Postcards United for episode 34 of Sock Cards United. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, on SockCardsUnited.com. And yes, we hope everybody's keeping safe and well. Uh, do keep sending us in your questions. Do keep sending us in your rate my purchases because we like to rate purchases. Um, and uh, yes, uh, long live Yaya Torre. Thank you.